fact that we've doubled in the last 10 years is kind of impressive. It means that, I mean, whether or not we've had an impact, like society has deemed it easier or, you know, more accessible so that double the amount of women are podcasting. But it also seems like because it's only 30%, that indicates to me that the male creator audience has probably quadrupled. Right. Y'all know that this show has the mission of specifically helping women entrepreneurs use podcasting as a marketing tool to grow their business. Why women? Because we need more women in podcasting and because there's a huge opportunity for growth for women in podcasting. I am so thrilled to welcome today's guest to talk about women in podcasting. I met Jessica Kupferman at PodFest in January. Jess is the CEO and co-founder of She Podcasts, the largest women's podcasting community and event planner of She Podcasts Live. And now She Podcasts is also the co-founder of the brand new Sonic Bloom Awards. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, Jess. I'm so happy you're here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. That was a lovely introduction as well. Oh, Thank you. Absolutely. So you started your first podcast in 2013 and later started the Facebook group called at that point, Women Who Podcast. Correct. So let's talk about what you were experiencing in the podcasting arena that made you start Women Who Podcast. So when I learned how to do something, I'm a person that Googles how to do everything. And I had found um, a book by John Lee Dumas about starting, a, I was like maybe five, start your podcast in five minutes or five days, something like that. And um, it really was helpful and it got my whole show running, but then I had no guidance really. And I thought, um, you know, I thought I really, I need to figure out what I'm doing and make sure I know what I'm doing. So I went to a, an event called at the time New Media Expos um, and it was in, it was in Vegas in 2014. And that's where I met Elsie Escobar in person for the first time mm -hmm. and about six other women podcasters. And I went to sessions. I went to a session by John Lee Dumas. And at the, afterwards, I told him that I started my show because of his book. And did he have any advice for how to grow? And he said, how long is your show? And I said, it's an hour. He said, make it two half hour shows and you'll double your downloads. And I was like, I mean, that's not exactly what I meant. Thank yeah. you for the math. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, and you don't want to cut an episode in half. Not really. And no. certainly not. I mean, I wanted to grow my audience. Like his right. answer was not like, but totally beside the point. Yeah. And I just found that with a lot of the gurus out there, I don't know. I think between the other Facebook groups and that one experience, I was like, we need our own space here because yeah. they're either trying to sell me something or telling me I need a mixer, which I don't know how to use or, you know, yeah. it was intimidating. So yes. I came home from the event and I started Women Who Podcast and there was like seven people in it. And I didn't even realize that Elsie had been working, um, you know, for a podcast hosting company for like, at that point, it was probably already seven years she had been because wow. we met we met through an online business school and i only knew her as like a yogi wow so i didn't realize that she had all this podcasting background mm. uh, i was familiar with her but not to that level so 
when I added her to the group, she said, can I add a few more people? I know a few more people. And like, I blinked and there was a hundred people in there. <gasps> oh my goodness. And then, yeah. And then women. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, if something's helpful, you got to hop on that. Right. Yes. Like, and it wasn't even just people who were in need of it. It was people who wanted to help. Like Mignon Fogarty from Grammar Girl was mm. in there right away. And, you know, other people who just wanted to sort of like, you know, take you under their wing and tell you what they did so that you didn't make the same mistakes. It was brilliant. And like yes. that fall, I had a baby. It was 500 people when I, by November, by the time I came back February of 2015, it was 1500 people. And I was like, oh and Elsie was like beside herself. She didn't know what to do. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll put my, web design business on hold for just a little bit and see if I can help you, you know, wrangle this up a little. And so we worked together until, um, you know, until it became, you know, my, my full-time job about three years later. But mm. before then we, I mean, it is now 21,000 women. Wow. I know it's great. That's amazing. Crazy, yes. but it's great. Yes. And it was so needed and is still so needed. I mean, there's, there is so much information out there about how to start a podcast, how to grow a podcast, how to yes. monetize a podcast and on and on. But you and I and, and Elsie are, are doing this and specifically helping women because mm -hmm. most of the information out there is created by men and there's nothing wrong with that. No, of course not. Not at all. We and love men. Exactly. Love men. And <laughs> we gain a lot of value from them. Yes. But we share the information with a different energy, a different vibe. And True. other women jive with that. Yes. You know, the one example that I consistently use because I think it speaks to our different gender so well is what to say when you don't want to use an interview, when you don't want to interview someone, when you want to decline a request. Because men, I think, have been taught and have no problem being like, it's not a good fit right now. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Yeah. And women ha agonize over these types of interactions. And I don't want to be a bitch, but I want, can I say that on your show? I'm sorry. No, oh, totally Just fine. Me yeah, <laughs> I just did another interview this morning, and the title of that was like, Why and How People, uh, Podcast Guests Fuck Up the Opportunity. <laughs> oh, good. Great. Thank you. Yes. Wonderful. I won't, then I don't have to be so careful. But yeah, um, I think, I think men don't understand this question. Yeah. Like when you say, What do I do if I interviewed someone and it was kind of a flop and it's terrible? Yeah. They, they think that answer is so obvious right. and for them, it probably is. And, and it's not like because we're timid or afraid no. it's because we have to contend with name calling and judgment yes. more frequently. Yes. Because so if we answer the same way they do, oh, people yeah. call us a bitch. Yes. And, and they don't have to deal with that. And that's, and again, that's okay. Just like it's okay for them to share all the knowledge in their heads. It's just that certain, besides sharing it with a certain vibe, we know what we have to contend with in the outside world that they don't understand. And, and I, and I do kind of hate excluding them from, right. well, not the group because it is a safe space because of that, but I don't like that they feel excluded from other things yeah. like the event because I, because it's fun and I think they would have fun and I think they would, ex you know, enjoy experiencing something that isn't so, you know, the male 
I just want to say inclusive. I don't want to say male centric. They seem to be more male centric, but that yeah. has changed for the better over the years. But the yes. the the non exclusive events can feel very competitive. Not Podfest. That was delightful. Oh yes, actually. I was about to say Podfest was Not Podfest. awesome and yeah. felt inclusive. And Absolutely, the community Chris's, was amazing. Yeah, his community is amazing. But there are others where you feel like, I mean, at Evolutions, for example, the most question. Uh, the question most asked to me is not what is your show about, but who are you here with? Which means really, do are you someone I need to know? Like, are you Ugh. here with Amazon or Sirius or iHeart or you know? And that's okay. It's yeah. just it's a, it's a it's a it's a corporate event. Right. And then there are other events where it's like, um, it just feels very competitive to speak to the speakers feels competitive, you know, standing mm -hmm. in line for coffee feels competitive. Like it just feels, you know, like you have yeah. to be very assertive and our, ours is much more for, it's just the opposite on yeah. so many levels. Yeah. So, and the networking at these events is fun, should be, uh, yeah. it's essential it to do to me. It's like the most important part, even more important than the educational sessions, because making these connections and friendships is yeah. really what it's about. So much but, what it's about. Yeah. But you don't want it to feel competitive. You don't want it to be about who are you with? I want someone to get to know me or want to connect with me for me, not because I'm representing some organization or company, you know? In a sea, if you let's say I, I'm not going to evolutions and it's breaking my heart because it's like I've only I've only been once or twice and, and I do love it because it's a whole different sea of people. But like, mm -hmm. but like, um, if I'm gonna fly all the way to Vegas and stay in a hotel that's a three mile walk to the place, mm -hmm. then every time I look at someone and size them up, the question is, should I bother with you or not? Like, I do mm -hmm. think that's normal yeah. because the event is. You know, there are certain events and even venues that are so large that they're not exactly, um, it's not easy to tackle. So right. you have to like bide your time. You have to, you know, like streamline your efforts. And so I do understand that. It's just that, it's just that like, I wanted to create a space where people had both the opportunity and the, and the desire to have more intimate conversations. I want it to be accessible. I want it to be easy to get to from your hotel room. I want there to be tons of places for you to be able to sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one or a four-on-one -on -one conversation without being yelled, you know, without it being too loud. That's a very difficult thing to find, yeah. especially when you have a huge, huge event, you know, events like they do. Yeah. Um, so I know sense. that that's, you know, it, yeah, it's more of a struggle, but, um, yeah. It's really important to me. I'm a I'm an outgoing introvert. So it's me too. Really, are yes. you really? That's yes. So I'm an introvert, but I yes, an outgoing one. Yeah. An unshy introvert, yes. right? Like yes. I'm not shy, but I don't prefer large parties because right. I, I I prefer intimate engagements and like I really wanted to make sure that it did not feel like the only social networking thing was a you know, a sports bar with a DJ. Because that's impossible. Right. No. Even Chris, to be fair, he is, he's all, he used to have it at a go-karting. I'm like, what <gasps> woman would ever want to do, please don't do a go-karting no. meetup. No. no. Or, or anyone, if you're listening, 
Women don't like that. No. <laughs> we don't on the whole no. we don't want to go to the batting cage. Don't have one there either. Thank you very much. No, definitely not. <laughs> you know, like I'm glad he stopped that this year because I started chastising him to be honest, because he helped me yeah. with my event. And I think he learned a lot. Like, oh, women don't like he's for example, the pipe and drape. Like he told the like he was helping me with the event and he was like, Yeah, it's gonna be black. And I'm like, black? What other colors are there? And he was like, I literally never thought there was another color. <laughs> Like it never occurred to him that the aesthetic would be different. Oh my and gosh. I was like, so we did all white and it was very pretty, but like, it's just funny. Yeah. I mean, that's just, again, examples of how we're different. That Sorry to funny. take over. No, oh my gosh, no. Cause this, this, it's just pointing out some of the differences and, yeah. and why we need our own space and not to be exclusionary, but to be, you know, and you mentioned earlier space, safe space to have a space yeah. of our own. And so at PodFest, because it was wonderful. I, I yes, loved being it. And it was cool to have the one night, the, um, the Mopod party. Yes. But I didn't stay long because it's, it's not my vibe. It's not that I don't like parties. I do. It fun. Yes. It was fun. Yes, I didn't but no, I didn't stay long because yeah, just it too it loud. Used to be my and, vibe. Yeah. Like, I was doing that in twenty. The last time I partied that like that, it was twenty eighteen, and the next morning, all <sighs> the people and I were on a panel, and we were like dying inside. Yeah. We were every limb hurt. It was like I had skied, but yeah. with also my throat. The whole thing <laughs> just hurt. Yes, you know, and we're podcasters. And we need to preserve our mean, voices. No, it was karaoke. I mean, podcasters, <gasps> right. when you have a good voice, you also have a good singing voice. It's a yeah. natural combo, podcasting yeah. and karaoke. And I'm down for that. But it doesn't take very much for me to overdo. Right. And then hurt, my, you know, then the next day I'm like, I don't know which is worse, the raspiness or the pounding right. of my head. <laughs> and like, I need to be, I need to, you know, be professional now. Yeah, it can't be. You know, I don't know if it's age or not because I'm not that old. Yeah, but um, same. But yeah, we get to rough. a certain point. Yeah. And I'm 48. Yeah. Don't tell oh, anyone. I'm I'm 53. If you guys are listening, don't tell anyone that I'm 48. <laughs> right. Don't tell. It's a secret. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think earlier yes. in my 40s, I was more able to do that. Now I just want to sit at the bar, see who comes over, yes. get to know them. Buy yes. them a drink, be bought a few drinks, yes. laugh, and go to my room. Yeah, it's exactly. so much nicer. Exactly. But I was standing and couldn't stand for, you know, I can't stand for as long as I used to be able to. If I'm walking Nobody around, can. That's Nobody different. can, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. It just, it gets old fast. And yeah. I mean, the music was great. It was a totally yeah. cool vibe and awesome place. And the Mopod guys were terrific awesome yeah. of them them to throw that party open bar what i know it's oh very it's very generous of them and it's really yes. and it is you know for you know as someone who did it you know I, like i said i've been going to events my first one was in 2013 and i did that for about five years mm -hmm. where i would go to every party because you know i was making tons of friends and you yeah. want to hang out with them as much as you can yeah. um I and FOMO, you know, you don't want to miss out. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're necessary to blow off steam when you're younger. And I mean, you know, for people who are there that aren't married, perhaps that's a good opportunity to find someone who's 
passionate and technical the way that you are about something, yeah. I feel like that would be a good dating opportunity if I ever knew what that was anymore, <laughs> but I don't. Um, but yeah, I, I so much more value getting to know who's in my community and what stuff they're doing. I don't think I've ever not impressed when someone, when a woman especially, but when someone tells me what their show is about. Mm -hmm. Have you ever like, can you, I mean, actually there has been, actually the one about um, chicken farming was unusual. I did, mm, <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was one yeah. where I was just like, better, good luck to you. Yeah. And, um, and there's yeah. a few out there where I'm just like, whoa, but for yeah. the, but even those are impressive. Like you yes. just made a whole, a whole podcast out of oyster shucking. That's amazing. Yes. Very. You know? Yeah. Tighter amazing. than itch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's amazing. You, you it's always amazing. Totally find listeners. I mean, there's, there is something for everyone and there is mm -hmm. an audience for every idea. Absolutely. Yeah. And it almost seems like, like those shows, there's one more fish nerds that has been going on since I started clay groves of fish nerds. He, I mean, it has been a popular, well listened to podcast for 10. I don't know how long he's been doing it. I've wow. known him 10 years and wow. like, what an odd idea to be yep. like, I'm just going to talk about fishing stuff, but like there are enough fish nerds out there that need yep. it. And I yep. think the more specific you are, yeah, like you could just do a whole, I'm just now I'm spitballing, but like, Rather than a beauty podcast, just talk about lipstick. Yes. Yeah. Like how how fascinating and right to the point. Yes. And you imagine through the foundation, you know, <laughs> do you know yes. what I mean? Like it's perfect. And imagine the potential partnerships you could get. You know, forget yeah. sponsorships and ads. Partnerships, yes. free products you could get to try them out and yes. share them with your audience. And of course well, you'd make it a part. video podcast too. Yeah, that's the best part is getting the stuff and sharing it. I yeah. mean, I mean, of course getting paid is amazing, but like right. it's just a perk from being able to try stuff. The thing right. I that we get um offered the most is software. I get to try every new software, especially for podcasters. This is a community builder. This is a social media grower. This is where you can host. And I get to try them all. And I mean, yeah. it's not as cool as lipstick. I'm not right. going to lie. But like, <laughs> but like, I'm, it's, it's still fun. It's still yeah. fun to get a free account and poke around for a couple of days. I love that. Yes, totally. Yeah. Definitely. Do you get offered to do stuff like that too? I mean, you, yeah. I mean, with your show, you could, you could probably get away with, a lot of the same ones, I would think, right? Yeah. Podcast yep. launch pad. You probably yes. you are you on yeah. that list? I hope so. Yes, I've got Whatever a couple list things. There is. Couple things going right now. Beta testing some editing software. And I've nice. got this partnership with StreamYard right now. So that I, love I am totally loving. Absolutely. Love them. Yes. Fabulous. So I need to get into actually live streaming. So mm -hmm. I've got something planned for uh, about a week and a half from now. So nice. We do it through yeah. StreamYard. Are you gonna do that as well? Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah, do yeah. Facebook and LinkedIn when we record yeah. our show. We do it live. Awesome. Yeah. Just to play around with stuff, but yeah. it ends up, you know, people like seem to like it. So yeah. it's pretty fun. Actually, I say a week and a half from now. So that's from our recording time. Right. By the time this comes out, it will be a few days ago. Oh. Done it. Yes. So all right. Well, what'd you guys think? Why me thing. <laughs> How, so, how did it go, audience? I think <laughs> it went, went well, well because the so. topic, it, it, what I'm planning is live streaming a guest interview on live streaming. So, duh, of course we have to that live stream that. Very meta. 
Yeah, how can very we not? Meta. Yeah, <laughs> very meta. I love it. Oh my gosh. All right. So, so let's talk a little about, I mean, we've been talking about women podcasting, but let's talk some statistics. Okay. When you and I started in 2012 and 2013, only about 10% of podcasters were podcast hosts were women. That's right. right. Yep. And now it's still only about 30%. I mean, huge jump, but there's a lot of room for growth. Yeah, I think when we started, I remember a statistic from um, Libsyn that was like 13%. And I mean, okay. on the one hand, I'm impressed that it's doubled. Yeah. In 10 years, Yeah, though. But it's not exponential. But on the That's other hand, is it? Okay, so the question, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of silly. But the question is, like the fact that we've doubled in the last 10 years is kind of impressive. It means that, I mean, whether or not we've had an impact like society has deemed it easier or you know more accessible so that double the amount of women are podcasting but it also seems like because it's only 30 percent, that indicates to me that the male creator audience has probably quadrupled right it's not that we're still behind i don't think as much as it is that you know it's you know like it's just you know I, I know I keep saying, you know, and I'm sorry, you're gonna have to edit that because I sound like an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get my thoughts together yeah. in, a, in, a, in a diplomatic way. But I mean, I guess there's no need. Um, I think more men just feel confident in in that someone will listen to what they have to say. Yes. Women don't know that worry about that. They hesitate. Everyone hesitates because they aren't sure how to start a podcast. They aren't right. sure that they can do it, that you know they'll sustain it. But women worry about those things more. And then you hit the nail on the head. Women are worried that they don't have anything to say and right. that they worry that no one will listen to them. Right. Men do not have either of those problems. In right. fact, more men should worry about whether or not they have something vital and interesting to say. Right. Because if you've ever been single for a year, you'll know that they don't all. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't all. They think they do, but they don't all. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I actually appreciate that women take the time to be like, what is what I'm putting out necessary? Is what yes. I'm putting out helpful? Is right. what I'm putting out making the world a better place? I mean, and even comedians are like, because I'm I'm I have had a few comedy shows and and I always consider doing another one. And, and my rationale is just like, you know, people do need to laugh. So yeah. at least I'm not corrupting anybody. So right. let's do it, you know, but, um, but I think, yeah, I think women, do, they also, it's like singing, right? Like, I think women are like, I'm a good singer, but ever, you know, there's already a whomever, Lady Gaga and Beyonce, but like, what if everyone thought that we wouldn't right, have exactly. those voices? Exactly. Yeah, I when I gave my Pecha Kucha talk at Podfest, I said that so I'm a professional artist on the side. I said oh, if we all nice. if we all quit for not being world famous, there'd be like 10 artists in the world. If yeah. every podcaster quit for not making it to the top 10, you know, there'd be 10 podcasts for per category. So Yeah, it doesn't matter the downloads for sure, right. but I just I wish that we could get a leg <laughs> do you right. know, like I wish yes. that one day we would look at the statistic and be like, oh, 50%, that's great. But do you know how many women would have to step up like in the I next know. three days in yes. order for us to hit 
I mean, hundreds of thousands. Yes. Yes. And, and I don't have that kind of reach. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't have and, that kind of clout. I can't, you know, but I mean, it would be great. Yeah. And because there are so many more men podcasters than there are women, then of course it's male led shows that dominate the charts. Yes. I mean, understandable. Is that really an of course though, or is well, that just innate misogyny? Like, okay, that too. People may that too. also still just be more comfortable hearing news from a man. Okay. Yeah, that too. Even though I've read statistics and we understand this anecdotally too, or at least I think you and I do, that women prefer listening to other women. Yes. I so agree we need with that. more women listeners too. The, the latest yeah. statistic I read is from Buzzsprout in 22, that okay. about 39% of listeners are women and about 43% mm. of listeners are men. Share of ear from um, Edison Research, they usually have, it's usually around half and half. That's interesting that Buzzsprout cool. got that. It could just be their True. Listeners. It's probably just theirs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but but I, I mean, the listeners, are, listenership is usually half. Okay. I'm just thinking like, you know, why are the male shows more dominated? Yeah. Like, why so are then, they listened to more? I mean, yeah. I mean, why are there so many shows about white men on television? Yeah. Why because, is it yeah, only misogyny. now? I mean, why is it, yeah. Yeah. Like only now we're getting to um, see a commonality of women leads. Yeah. And even women of color, even men of color. Like right. that's all, it's been rare our whole lives. Right. Like, right. so, I mean, I guess it makes sense that those shows dominate, but they're not better. No, not at all. In any stretch. I mean, they're not worse. Right. But they're not better. And like, even no. if you look at the award ceremonies, mm. it's still Mark Maron, Adam Curry, Joe Rogan. Like, it's so tired. Stop yeah. awarding them. We get it. They're good. Yes. But if we're exactly. just awarding downloads, there's no way that. Like, what would women have to do to get the same kind of audience? Do we have to be bought by Spotify? Do we have to be? <sighs> do we have to be? marketed by a big company like that or do we just have to be oprah maybe that's right and and it shouldn't be that way i mean something that concerns me with all of that is i want indie podcasters to see that kind of success and, i agree and i'm worried that that's not going to happen now that podcasting is becoming so popular and you have networks and corporation or you know at least companies taking over and managing podcasts and it seems like that's what a podcast has to do to become huge now not all you know there's yeah. certainly indie podcasts that are really big and do really well but like to top the charts it really seems like you have to be bought out i think I like to compare it to television a lot and i'm mm -hmm. and i my dad was a video producer so and a television uh, network producer. So it's probably because it's more my comfort zone, but like imagine TV stations, they all are making shows, but like we're YouTubers. Yeah. Like, YouTubers don't really compare themselves to NBC and True. the tonight show and the late show. So, I mean, 
podcasters often do that, like that they're they're coming in our space and taking over. But they just created their own space, I think, and it did take audience that we feel I think should be ours. And maybe mm -hmm. that's true, but um, you know, there's, I mean, there's Nicole Miller, and then there's Etsy, right? And I'm okay being Etsy, an Etsy yeah. or a YouTuber or something like that. And I can yeah. I can deal with success on that level. Yes. And um Me I don't too. know that I could deal with success on the other level. Yeah. I think the other it's scarier. It's less certainly you have to rearrange your whole life. Yes. Deal with other people. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you know, with you. Yeah. yeah. I am totally fine having almost yeah, that separate category. Of, yeah. of podcast shows where I want to remain an indie podcaster doing yeah, my thing. I don't thing. want to compete with that. No. And I think that this means having a switch of mindset where podcasters really need to stop paying attention to rank. Yes. I mean, or at least notice that who's ranking and right. what they're ranking. Like when they look at um, pods, what is it called? I forget pod, not pod chaser, maybe pod oh. sites. One of them is yeah. like, you know, a, a ranker and mm -hmm. they're only ranking for advertising dollars. Like yeah. you can't compare yourself to that because oh. the only reason they have that rank is to be able to create a pricing strategy. Yeah. We don't need to be part of that system no. even if we and i mean there are just like youtubers there are a lot that rival television shows there's going to be a lot of independent podcasters that rival you know shows by you know new york times or whomever yeah, yeah. um but but it's really apples and oranges i yeah. think totally. i don't really want to i mean i don't want to be an apple i mean if i already started as an apple then fine yeah. but like i don't yeah. really need to turn myself into a different fruit right you can have an extremely successful show as a Absolutely. business podcast as well, making money from your show, getting clients from your show Absolutely. without being one of those massive shows. I think so. I mean, I yep. think, I think if there's a lot of wistfulness in like, I mean, like one of the reasons we created the award, the Sonic Bloom Awards is because, is because I was a little tired of seeing what they were, you know, um, like sound design mm -hmm. award mm -hmm. or, I mean, I did do something similar, but I wanted to award people who have amazing sound design, despite the fact that they have no team. Right. Yes. That's what my award is for people with no team who are doing that. But yeah. I don't think that it's such a an accomplishment to go into Spotify and turn on all your professional equipment and create a, a show that sounds amazing. Like that's right. not really a, it's not really amazing. Yeah. You have everything. Right. It's amazing when we do it. Yes, in our you know? guest bedrooms. Yes, in our, in our, yeah, in our spare time and our guest right. bedrooms and our lack of funds and right. you know and and nephew editor. Yes, if that sounds professional, that deserves an award. Thank you. Yes, yes it yes. does. Yes, because yeah. yeah, if you go into a professional studio yeah, outside of your home with soundproofing, the best mics and interfaces and mixers that money can buy, yeah. like you said, yeah. with a team of right. editors and sound engineers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all those things require talent. Yes. But it's not. Give those dudes an Oscar, not a Sonic Bloom award. Yeah, yeah, like they're like it's just not an award that I would. I don't know. 
if yeah. you're to me a podcaster is someone who is doing it you know themselves that's what i want to reward not 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 people who do it as a job and get paid a salary because you're just doing your job and like much like the emmys you know they could be good at their jobs great mm -hmm. they're just not the same don't call it the podcasting award see i think right. that's why people get annoyed yeah because because tv is tv it's mm -hmm. not youtube Right. So, so there's a separation. There is no separation between I'm a podcaster and that sound designer being a podcaster. And because yes. it's the same name, it annoys the indies. I think I literally just thought of this right now. That's perfect. But, because right, because they call it the podcasting awards and, and those of us who are podcasting are like, I'm sorry, what? No, yeah. you're a radio show on your own channel. It's what you are like. How's that? It's not, a, I mean, I don't want to say it's not a skill. I know it's a skill. It's of course. Just, they're different. So why aren't they called something different? You're right. So you've brought up Joe Rogan. So yeah, he's not a podcaster. He is a voice. He's a personality he's a on a yeah. show that's distributed as a podcast. Right. But I mean, and when he started it on his own, he distributed it on his own. Okay. But yeah, okay. but yeah, I mean, but now I mean, I it's the way a he massive started production. was independent. I'm talking about, yeah, like, like Megan and Harry. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, okay. Okay. So right. Sorry. Or like I'll, Alex Cooper. I mean, Alex Cooper yeah. is another one who started off on her own. I don't know what kind of studio she records in now, but mm -hmm. I'm talking about people who are handed a podcast. Katie yes. Couric. Don't give her a podcasting award, please. Right. She, she doesn't know anything about who, who her advertisers are. She doesn't hustle to get them. She doesn't hustle to get an audience. True. Yeah. I mean, Joe and Joe is. I mean, even Joe has a leg. He's been on television and doing stand up for years before he started okay. that podcast. Mark Marin, too. They all started with notoriety, which is something yeah. we also don't get at right. the beginning. Right. Even if their beginnings are humble, right. they're still famous. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they brought the built in audience with them. Yeah. And what which what most can we call don't. them that's not podcast? What do you think they would? Well, first of all, they'll never catch on to whatever we say. But like I used to call them corp casters, like corporate <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, personalities with a podcast. Yeah. Are those podcasts though? Like kind of like what you're saying. It's a show that show happens to be distributed right. like is, a podcast. But is it? Yeah. I don't is know. Fresh Air a podcast or uh, This American <sighs> Life? Or are they just radio shows? That people can listen to whenever. Yes. See, I, I think it's that. They're yeah, radio yeah. shows because they started out as radio shows. Yeah. And now you can listen to them whenever. I guess yeah. on a podcast platform. It's not different, right? So it's still it, technically radio. Right. Okay, I think so. so. It's we, all yeah. it's all being blended now. It's all getting yeah. confusing. That's why I think independent podcasters are irritated because don't yeah. call what you're doing what we're doing. Right. What you're doing is not what we're doing. Right. We've been doing it longer and differently. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what can I compare that to? Kind of like, I guess, if you're a baker and you make everything from scratch and then someone comes in with Pillsbury dough and is like, I made these amazing cookies. Like, yes. did you? Right. <laughs> right. I'm a and, baker now. And, I, and I'm sorry. I've been on this thing. I have an episode coming out in a bit about why I don't use ChatGPT. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. I love yeah. ChatGPT, but I'm a writer. Exactly, me too. Which is and and being a visual artist, I don't use Midjourney and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I can't well, use Midjourney. And so what we're talking about to me is like somebody cr quote creating or getting Midjourney to generate an image, printing it out, framing it, 
and saying, look at the art I made compared I to mean, what another artist created, even digitally, you know, using Adobe Illustrator, for example, but they created yeah. it from scratch. But just as a devil's advocate, mm -hmm. everything I put into Mid Journey looks like a crackhead did it. <laughs> like I can't get one decent piece of art out of that. Yeah. And chat GPT, I get de I get good starter language, yes. which is really yes. all I'm looking for as a writer is starter language. Yes, Where that can I get. I, because that because as an ADHD person, it's not it's not easy for me to do like here are the steps you need to take like blogging, for example, I don't have the attention span. So if I can get an outline, mm -hmm. totally I know where that. to go. So that yeah. I'm, I've been using it as a as a tool, not necessarily, oh, not necessarily a uh, a replacement. And I know that yeah. people are going to use it as replacement. I agree with you. That's there's some terrible that's going to come out of it. But for yeah. me, it's been enormously helpful. Mid journey. What am I doing wrong? I can't I imagine. I sent in the, I don't know if you're on my email list, but I sent an email the other day where I did bowl of fruit and what it gave <sighs> me was not fruit. No. Yeah. It looked similar to fruit. Yeah. It was, some of them were combinations of fruits, I think. Yeah. I but do what think. Was that? I know. I, I do think that the user does need some kind of skill, you know, yes. to do the nuance to get Midjourney to spit out what yeah. you want. But yeah, or if not skill, at least instructions. Right, <laughs> right. And they can follow instructions, whereas I've not had any, and I don't know what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried? Have you I ever you? Yes, I have come used up with that. anything. You probably came up with something great, and you're like, I'm cheating. I can't do it. Right? No, no. So uh, one time, because yeah, I have tested them out. You know, I'm not saying, oh no, bad, evil. Right, before you even touch it. Exactly. Right. No, I've I've read about them. I've had conversations about them, and I have tested them. Yes. So with Mid Journey, I I tried something out. The you know one thing I tried out, I wanted an ocean of pink flowers Ooh. i wanted the ocean to be moving you know with yeah. made out of pink flowers so what i got they, i, I got one that. image that had an ocean with pink flowers on it so it was as close as i got and the other yeah. three were fields of pink flowers which yeah i mean they took ocean as a metaphor right you right. know like an ocean of lies right Right. But no, right. you're like, no, an actual. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But since these products are creating out of pre existing works, mm. it would have to find a source to create my prompt from. Um, since you've been on the internet a while, have you asked it if it knows you? You should. I have not. It knows me. I say, are you familiar with Jessica Kupferman? And it tells me who I am. And then I say, can you write in the style of Jessica Kupferman this paragraph? And I tell him what I want. And it's similar. Wow. I can't thought. Really similar. It's a little, I mean, so, so yes, if you don't tell it in the style of you or someone else, but like, yeah, it is. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. I mean, Stealing or is it? I mean, well, in not that everyone case, will be able to do that. You and right. I are able to do. That. Yes, but people listening may not be able to do that. So right. it's like, what can we, what can we advise them to do that's like similar? Like, if you want to sound like Oprah, is it taking from Oprah's writing, or does it just notice a pattern of, you know, how so, she addresses, how she says so goodbye? So Chat GPT ha itself has admitted 
that it has been known to spit out copyrighted material. Yes. And then you're supposed to run it through a plagiarism right. detector, right? But most people don't even know that those exist and they much should. less are going to take the time to do that. Yeah. That's why I think it's just a tool. Don't right. be using what they give you. You have to change it. Yes. Absolutely. You have to make it yours. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, in that case, yeah, I don't like the idea that it's just like. Right. Just yeah. give your input, spit it out, and then go post it. No. Especially if you don't know whose it is. It could be right. Alex Jones that you're quoting, oh my for gosh. the love of God. Yeah. And chat, B chat GPT and other, you know, AI generating content things. They don't always give you correct information because if they're right. drawing, they're drawing drawing from pre-existing content, mm -hmm. not everything on the internet no. is accurate. Oh my gosh. Um, so, I asked it to write something to podcasters, write an email to podcasters, asking them to do X, Y, and Z. And it said, hey, gentlemen. <gasps> and I, and, and after it was over, I was like, could we please use gender non-specific language when talking about podcasters? They're not all men. And it wrote back, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I will be more gender non-specific from now on. Like it was nice. conversational even, That's but it good. took the note. It hasn't done it since, oh my but gosh. I had to admonish it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Wow. Hey, yeah. And Elsie has, has sent me some articles about how it can be inherently racist as well. Yes. I've read that. And that's kind of a shame. So yes. yeah, uh, please read what you what you output on chat because yeah, it could be v wildly inaccurate as well. Yes. Like you said. Yeah. And if yeah. you haven't done your research, then how are you going to know yeah. that what it spits out is inaccurate? So it means you still True. have to take all of that time. Yeah. So totally understand though, people, most people don't like writing. It's difficult for most people. And like you said, you have ADHD. So it That's really it's helps. It's me. a very powerful tool to help yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but. I mean, I'm, it's interesting that you're having a whole a whole episode about it. It's a hot topic for sure. Yes, it is. And most I of it- I love change though. So I, I'm yeah, always- Oh, no, I do too. I do love change. Yeah. I love AI. I love how it can, it can make our lives better. You know, I love Siri. I love it in, you know, like Adobe Photoshop, how click, yeah. remove background, poof, gone. Oh my gosh. That's pretty awesome. I didn't yes. even consider that that was AI. Is it? Yes. Totally. I man. never realized that until yeah. this moment. And I'm a yeah. graphic designer. Yeah. Wow. It's, like I have a tremor. It is impossible for me to outline precisely the image that I want to keep. Yeah. In order to well, it's just hard, even if you don't have a tremor. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And all those years of doing that, and now just I click, know. And it's gone. Photoshop has been torture. Oh my gosh. For some of us. Yeah. Who are trying to, you know, put glasses on someone who's not wearing glasses oh. or whatever they people are asking you to do. Yeah, yeah. it has been torture. Yeah, the yeah. back I didn't even think that that was AI, but actually that's pretty helpful too, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. So little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then like ultimately exciting. with chat GPT mid-journey and all of that, but especially like with the text ones, I am precious about how I put words together and my voice. So yeah. Me too. And yeah. it's not that I'll never use it. It's just right now. It's like, I love my words. <laughs> you should. You should not let no. go of your words. I don't, I no. don't want to. Yeah. I don't want it to be me less. I just right. want to sound less awkward. 
I think it sense. will help me with that. Yeah. You know, because it'll be able to properly explain what I'm trying to say and all my extra words that I don't to need, you know? Totally makes sense. So in that way, yeah. it's good. Elsie will probably, you know, Elsie is, uh, she has a master's in theater. She writes, <gasps> um, she writes these beautiful soliloquies, but like all the big words are in mm. them. And like, I was always taught in my writing classes, write to communicate, not to yes. impress. Yes. So I'm constantly rearranging her, you know, her, her, get rid I of mean, the SAT. Words, I've had to look up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you trying to say though? Yes. Cause this is a run on sentence with three ideas. Can we like, you know, and this yes. way she can just click and it'll get, you know, there's like Chrome extensions that you can just be like, is this cool? And it'll go, well, this is better. And you'll go, all right, let's do that one then. Wow. Yeah. It's called Quillbot. Ooh, that's, that's one cool. for writers, Kelly. Cause it's like, it's like um, you can put it in, it will take your paragraph and search for plagiarism, make it more casual, <gasps> make it more formal, Ooh. And, but it's all suggestions and you can go sentence by sentence. So if something sounds a little awkward, you know, you just click on it and it'll go, well, here's another way you could say that. <gasps> yeah, check oh, it out. You have to. Cool. Quillbot. Quillbot. Yeah, I was. Cool. it was turned on to me by my sponsorship director and I love oh, nice. it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah, wow. it's good. All right. You'll never That's write the same, especially because like you, if you put it in your Chrome, it does your emails, does everything. Wow. Everywhere you are. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. All right. I know. It's good stuff. That'll be worth <laughs> trying out. Okay. So glad we were talking about ChatGPT. Yeah. Maybe. Sorry. I hope we didn't deter you from no, no, no. No. Our specific topic. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. It's all podcasting. So it is. It is. All right. Let's talk about She Podcast Live. I am so excited about going to this this June. Yeah. So it's gonna tell, be great. tell us what we can expect. Um, so it is a it is um a two full day, two half day So it starts on like a Monday night and then it's all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, and half of Thursday. Um, it is at the MGM National Harbor in Washington, DC. Um, it is going to have all kinds of amazing speakers talking about different things. We have four tracks. We well four and a half sort of we have like a start track we have a an a refined track which is for people who have started but something's not feeling right or off mm. refine is like rebranding getting a co-host mm. retooling your content stuff like that and then there's grow and then there's achieve not monetize because sometimes mm. people don't want to make money they want a job or write a book or something else mm. so achieve is whatever goal you want with your podcast and then we have a community track which is about you know how do i support more females how do mm. i reach out locally in my community how do i become more diverse so mm. we have a whole track for that and then during we have self we have a self-care so like we have two breaks and a and a uh like a water break in the morning and in the afternoon mm. and during those half hours we have people doing sessions on self-care so like uh. um yeah so it's like um you know, overcoming fear or learning how to journal. Last year we had um, tapping and EFT. We had mm. yoga in the mornings, which I think we're having again this year, yoga nice. in the mornings. Yeah, we, we recognize, you know, I, I recognize as a person, a seasoned podcaster that going to events can be, you know, the sessions are, are, are often things I've learned on my own or already. And so it's nice to have things that you can do with your friends, like yoga in the morning or, you know, learning how to journal or learning how to, you know, balance your time or your work life or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
Cause that's the kind of stuff that if I, that if it were another conference I were going to, that's what I would attend. Cause that's mm -hmm. the stuff I haven't mastered because I've mastered all the other stuff, but it's right. like your self care goes in the trash with a podcast. <sighs> yes. Doesn't it? Yes. So it much does. work. Yes. So much work. So, um, so yeah, we like to focus on that. Um, we like for our sponsors and exhibitors to do something fun at our booth. So there will be photo booths and displays and opportunities to listen to yourself and other microphones. And we're hoping to have a podcast booth where you can broadcast, like, mm. you know, you get a time slot and maybe broadcast. Um, we have night stuff planned. I mean, the award show is going to be the last night, Wednesday night. Cool. Um, that should be really fun. But we're also um, planning a story slam and a collecting listener experience. Have you ever done, this is a new thing, but it's like a silent listening experience. Sometimes it's for dancing where you go to an event and they give you a pair of headphones. Everyone hears the same music. Mm -hmm. And so you're all dancing, but it looks like in silence. Yeah. That's this is cool. sort of like that, but it'll be like a podcast that you have a collective listening experience. Oh, wow. It'll be silent, which is awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we're planning some really cool stuff. I'm very oh. excited about it. I'm really happy it's in June because Washington in October is not oh. predictable. Yeah. I mean, it's not really in in June either, but at least we'll know that, you know, it'll be nice and warm. Yes, exactly. It'll be warm. Yeah. Um, the hotel has 15 restaurants. Mm. Um, it has a casino. You have no obligation to go there. There's a mall. There's a pool. Um, <gasps> and then in, when you first walk in, they have an enormous, they call it the conservatory. Ooh. When you first walk, cause it, when you first walk in, you're on the level with the, um, you know, with the check-in desk, but then there's like a huge open space and mm. they decorate it every season with something mm. different. So oh. last spring it was like, kites flying and an enormous um watering can and huge flower life-size flowers it's really oh cool they do something different every time yeah th there's a lot of art actually weaved into this hotel um i forget his name oh bob dylan designed the <gasps> um designed the gate that goes into either the that either goes in or comes out of the casino. It's a Bob Dylan art piece. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's That's cool awesome. Place. Yeah. Everywhere wow. you see art, you should look at if you are coming and I hope that you, oh, I know yeah, you are, I am. your listeners yep. are too. Yep. When you come check out all the different art pieces and see who made them because you know, it's Washington DC. You never know who's right. Hands up and in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. So, yeah. Very we're cool. really excited. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. The vibe is always really great. Mm. I have a really great staff. Um, that's and awesome. I think everyone will have a good time. And that's really all I want is for people to have the same types of bonding experiences that I've been able to have over the years. Very cool. And what are yeah. the dates? 20th, 21st? It's, oh. it's the opening night um, is June 19th. 19th. Okay. And then it starts, you know, fresh at like nine uh, on the 20th and 21st. And then home on the 20, you know, afternoon, it'll be over on the 22nd. Awesome. So the 21st is the awards show. So if you're okay. going to nominate someone, <coughs> Kelly Smith, or, um, or if you're going to, if you're going to nominate someone or if you're not, not you nominate, but I'm saying if you're listening, yes. you should go to maybe Sonic Bloom Awards and nominate Kelly. If you appreciate oh, her, there's lots of sweet. categories she would fit into. Just saying, just saying, Aren't um, she sweet? <laughs> just saying, um, but that will be, yeah, the night before. And I, I wanted to have a theme. Tell me if you're on board with this sequins and slippers. Ooh, love no it. Heels. No heels allowed. Okay. But I want to be head to toe in glitter. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sequins for sure. It's funny though. Even though I'm 5'10", I usually wear just like the heels? Tiny, a tiny one. 
you know, just like yeah. an inch and a half. My, I think my gravity is off from having three kids. Like I can't balance yeah. the way I used to. And also maybe because I'm lower to the ground. I don't know. I, don't, I just, yeah, it's I mean, weird. I can find, maybe, I mean, maybe, if I, I have to, I'll find some, like some spark. You don't have flat. to do anything, but have oh, a I know. Time. I know that's like, you know, I just thought thing too. You don't I would to. let everyone off the hook. Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes you know? sense. Yeah. Because we like to dress up for each other. Yes. Um, totally. But I don't want to be uncomfortable too. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I can see you in heels though. You're like very elegant looking and yeah. probably it goes right with your vibe. Yeah. I'm Never high heels, but a little heel for some reason I just like to do. It's weird. Yeah. That yeah. goes with your vibe though. I'm more of a disheveled chic person. You're like a <laughs> you're like a sophisticated sophisticated put together type. <laughs> I haven't mastered that yet, unfortunately. <laughs> all have our things so yeah, and yeah. we're not supposed to do anything but our own thing true well, there you i can go. be jealous from afar <laughs> <laughs> lord <laughs> all right and the facebook group oh yes tell us about that oh actually wait before that we were just talking about the awards so tell yeah. us what are some of the awards so these are exciting mm, yeah so there is there is a podcaster of the year. Um, there's lifetime achievement. And that is for someone who has, you know, been in the podcasting a long time and been successful, you know, for their career. Mm -hmm. There's one called the speedy success, which is someone who mm -hmm. just started and is already like well known. Same. There's like an icon award for someone who is, you know, legendary for mm -hmm. whatever it is that they're doing. And the, and the, the categories can be interpreted as, you are either awarding someone for their body of work or for what they've contributed to the industry. Mm. Um, but like, but like the disruptor award is you're disrupting the podcast industry by doing something different. Yeah. Innovative award could be that you're either podcasting in an innovative way mm -hmm. or that you've done something innovative in the, in, you know, but they're different. A lot of right. them sound similar, like disruptor and innovator, mm -hmm. but um, the innovation one is more about how are you using podcasting innovatively mm. and the other is really about the industry so so a lot of my awards are trying to celebrate both people who are doing things in a positive and amazing way and then people who are contributing that way to our industry and community yeah that makes sense. so yeah so some of them are you know like the i have a one for cover art masterpiece and mm. for you know people who are using music to create a, a sweet it's called the sweet vibes award mm. for somebody who's you know creating like a a cool ambiance mm. again and i want to reward this because it's all without team and staff right. and salary right so i wanted to you know rather than best comedy i would like to see who's made the best art whose art is the most compelling what can we learn from these people who are doing something in a different way and like the silky smooth is um you know a voice somebody who's voice. got you kind of have like this like very silky buttery voice mm. somebody who's like real smooth when they talk mm. i want to you know i want to pick someone who can be, be the silky who can win the silky smooth award things like yeah. that That's things awesome. that aren't necessarily you have the best show right right because yeah you know, how do you i don't want to yeah. No. yeah i don't really want to i would rather I would rather pull out things that we don't get rewarded or celebrated for very often. Love that. Yeah. And you, and you didn't say the awards are for women, gender oh, yeah. non-conforming, and gender fabulous. Yes, they're for women and non-binary, mm -hmm. 
uh, trans, yeah, mm-hmm. gender nonconforming and and uh, gender fabulous. If you're yeah. somewhere not in those labels, it is yes. for you as well. I really it would just be sh- it would just be shorter to say non male, right? But it sounds not nice. It does sound not nice, but <laughs> and, and not not, I, not for yeah. cis men, basically. It's not for or or gay men. Oh, okay, or gay men. Okay, really any men because they already get awards. Okay, but tr- but okay. So like yeah, if you're if you're trans a, if you're men, a trans, trans men, if they so so it's funny people ask me about trans men a lot, and here's my experience with trans men: they don't want an award that's for women because yeah, they're true, men. True. So true. like I had I had um a a community member who was a woman and was part of the community, and when they transitioned, um I said we'd love for you to stay, and he said no, I'm not a woman, I can't stay. Great. Yeah. So, so Makes I'm, I would be a, certainly open to that, but they are not open to that. And I mean, that's as it should be. You're either a man, right. if, you're, if you're trans, you want to be a man right. and why would you want a women's award? So yeah, I, yeah it's not me that does that, but yeah, everyone else, you know, right. that, that, so no men, that no yeah, men no allowed. No men. <laughs> I would be open to trans men, but I have a feeling they're not, but yeah. you know, Makes sense. I would be open to it. Yep. I, and it's not even that I don't want to reward men. It's just that everyone else already does. Exactly. And so why, why step on their toes? Yeah. <laughs> step on their toes. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt their long history of success in awarding men things. Yeah. No. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. They've got enough of those other they places. They certainly have a lot of opportunities. And I'm trying to create opportunities for people who don't get those opportunities. Yes. Yeah. I agree. It's awesome. But we love the men. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And all their manly glory. Yes. Delightful. Yes. They are. We um, just need clubhouses that yeah, are we for just, us. Yeah. yeah. I just want to fill those spaces with somebody else for a change. And I hope that other people are either inspired to do that or at least will participate by nominating people, by showing up to the awards, showing up to the events. The event yeah. is all same thing no male speakers all female and you know or female identifying or non-gender identifying speakers hopefully you know half if not more women of color lgbtq people who you know yeah are often like left out shouldered out but yeah they don't get this we don't get as many opportunities because of people who have been having the same up you know and actually in our events specifically like podcasting events like people who are in positions of power at like Libsyn or Blueberry, like they get a lot of speaking gigs. They, mm-hmm. they speak at every event and why yeah. have them over and over and over? Right. Right. You know? We need We've heard from you. new voices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's exactly. really why I started it too, is like they have the same speakers every year and like nobody's going to get a chance if you keep doing that. Right. So that's totally a big reason why I do it. Yeah. yeah. And okay, before I ask about the Facebook group. Um, oh yeah, Facebook, yeah. The ShePodcastLive.com is yes. where you can get tickets. ShePodcastLive.com. The awards is SonicBloomAwards.com. Great. Everything can be found on ShePodcast.com, okay. including cool. the Facebook group. Yeah. The okay. Facebook, the Facebook group is, I mean, if you know the Facebook group's URL, it's Facebook.com slash group slash ShePodcast. It is free to join. Um, there are 21,000 women in there. I would say about half are active on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They show you that in the insights, which I love. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all different levels of expertise. Some are experts that are in there trying to teach, you know, what they know. Um, but it's a no promo 
yeah. zone. So we like have um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we do have threads where you can post your most recent thing, or if you're looking for a guest, or if you want to be a guest. But other than that, uh, and yeah. it's one thread four mm -hmm. times, you know, and other than that, there's nothing. We get yeah. rid of all links. Links aren't even, a, they're like automatically not approved. Mm -hmm. I put that on automation so I didn't have to deal with it. But um, yeah. yeah, it's really everyone in there is just trying to help one another, mm -hmm. um, answer your questions, guide you, give you their experience. It's non-judgmental. It's non-aggressive. Yeah. It's very supportive, very educational, very respectful when people yes. don't do things the same way that you do. It's never like an argument. No. Never. Never. Almost never. I can't say never, but I think I, I'm having a hard time thinking of a time yeah, I, yeah, that, very that anyone has been snarky even. Yeah. Yeah. Much very less rare, argument at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's a safe space and, and I, you know, Elsie and I guide it in that direction, but really it's the community. They really want to help each other, which I, yeah. I love them for it. I love everyone in our community. They're amazing. Yeah. And on the whole, I mean, in my 11 years of podcasting, podcasters have been just about the most generous group Truly. I, I have ever known. Truly. And the She Podcast group, even more so. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. very proud of that, even though I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. They are the most lovely people. Podcasters are the most lovely people. But you have to sure. set the stage for it. You have well, to you, set the tone. You have to be the hammer. Yeah. Okay. Elsie and I, Elsie used okay. to call me the hammer. Oh, goodness. Because Elsie would be like, can we please post it? I'm like, no, it's advertising. Boop, get it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, True. yeah, you do. You have to set the stage. You have to set expectations. Yes. Um, yes. for people I and then enforce important. when necessary yeah. yeah leadership by proxy if you have no choice but to yeah yeah lead i mean and it, it has been a really interesting and fun journey mm. the whole thing just all 10 years of she podcasts and our community and doing events and workshops mm. and it's been great we love it's, it it's wonderful well, thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for everything that you do for the podcasting community, particularly women in podcasting. Thank you, you are just so invaluable to all of us. I really thank you. appreciate That's you, Jess. So nice of you to say. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be on your show. Um, and I hope to come back. Absolutely. And someday, if you'd like I me. And for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes. It would be the honor would be mine to have you back and cannot wait to see you again this summer at she Me podcast. Too. Live. Thank oh. you. And yes, yes. Join her. You guys, if you're listening, nominate her, come with oh. her. Yes, definitely. Y'all so good. Meet me there. Okay. Yes, I want to meet, meet y'all and yeah, I'll meet you there too. Come join Absolutely. us. Thank well, you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank y'all for listening. Be sure to follow so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad. Mm -hmm.